This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. Good morning. My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. And today is day five of the 100 days of Q&A. Uh, if you're new here, welcome. We have over 100 episodes of different format versions of this podcast covering all sorts of things marriage related. So check those out because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. And we're glad that you're here. If you're new here, in addition, you can get a free audiobook on us because we That's love right. you deeply. So go to audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and get your free audiobook. So please, please, please do that. Go there. Go there. Get smarter. Get smarter. Okay. Today, we do two things. We start out with a prayer. We share a past gratitude because gratitude changes your heart and changes your marriage. And then we do a review of the do, day. Yeah, we and do. then we do listener questions. Yeah, four things. So if you have any questions, go ahead and type them in the feed right now so we can answer them real time. And we're live on Instagram and Facebook. As All we right. Speak. Okay. Let's you pray. pray. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, God, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the many, many opportunities that you give us every day. I pray that we have a growth mindset and seize every second to live and love and be the best people we can be. I pray this podcast is helpful to whoever listens. Amen. Amen. All right. I am thankful that you really helped and were intentional in facilitating a relaxing uh, evening last night. You're welcome. You are being very intentional because you recently got the, what is it, the high performance productivity thing by Brendan Bruchard. High performance yeah, whatever. Something like that. And Calendar? you're doing it, and I can literally tell a difference, and it's rad. And I bought one this morning. Go to Amazon. They're $10. What so. is it called? High Performance Habits. High Performance Planner or something. High Performance Planner? Yeah. It's awesome. It's good. It's very thorough and will make you get, thorough. On, get on track. So what are you thankful for that this guy did? I'm thankful that you um, are never mean to me. Like, like uh, you're, never, you're never like, oh, good one, or that was stupid. You never Sarcastic say... Sarcastic or critical? Well, you never say like that I'm fat or that I'm dumb or... You know what I mean? Like you never put me down. You never belittle me. Sometimes you say things that make me feel well, bad. you're but... not fat or dumb, so why would I say that? <laughs> oh, gosh. 
I redact. <laughs> I pterodactyl my statement. Um, pterodactyl. Okay. Anyway, but I'm thankful that you're like that. I'm glad well, that you care that I said that. You're welcome. I feel I, great now. <laughs> I do care. Thank you. Happy Friday, y'all. <laughs> okay. Oh, review of the day. Sorry. I'm Sorry, guys. I thought that was on there. So, okay. Review of the day. Let's see. Um, what? Where are you going? We're doing a... We're doing a show here. Okay, five stars. Okay, this is solo round. Five stars. Good stuff. I like the podcast because it takes a realistic look at marriage that is honest with the struggles while maintaining devotion to each other. Thank you, Clark L. Stevens. Yeah, that's that's what we try to do. We try to be real because if you're not real, what are you doing? I'm not sure. Okay, on to the questions. So, this is from oh, from a woman's perspective, can a man be too soft when comforting while you are hurting? Hmm. I would say yeah, can you scoot over? Um, I would say yes. Thank you for the question. But it's not that a man is too soft or whatever. It's that um you need to figure out the comfort style of mm. your partner. That sounds like a sleep comfort system or something. But um I know that sounds silly, but sometimes uh, Seth will do the thing that he thinks I want. Like he'll sort of treat me the way that maybe I would treat him, like mm-hmm. really gently, like kind of motherly. Mm. And as a woman, I'm like, I don't need like um, Mary Poppins right now. Mm. I need Thor. I don't know. Like I need someone Thor. to be like, I've got Thor. you. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I need someone to to make me feel extremely safe and like protected and. Uh, like valuable, a, um, kind of a leadership role. Like, listen, I know you're hurting. I got this. I will take care of you. Yeah, I mean, there's just thing. a lot of different ways that that's even just that sentence could come across. I know you're mm-hmm. hurting. I can take care of you. It could be like, I really know you're hurting. I can take care of you. Or that's no good. I know. Well, no, it's not that that's, it's no good. It's just it, what does your partner need? Right. That's the most important thing, and that requires a conversation or multiple conversations around mm-hmm. what does your partner need in their deepest times of struggle, whether that's Mm. emotionally with um, some sort of grief or maybe it's some sort of uh, like loss of a job or Mm -hmm. fear of change or going to school, whatever it is, there's a million reasons that you would need someone to help you. But um, just have those conversations. And and it's weird as a partner, it would be weird to be asked, like, how do you need me to behave? But it'd be awesome to figure that out. Okay. And so this is a guy asking the question. And I would like the to to think about okay are we trying to fix it we've had we've talked we'd have we've had conversations around okay guys just want to fix okay how do i make this better or just listen so that's a really important thing for you to ask your spouse like okay do you need me to fix this yeah. for you or can i just be with you and do you just want me to listen and listen and hear and, what you have to say or yeah. do you want me to do something about it and that can be mm-hmm. a really empowering conversation if it's done uh, sort of with humility and love and just mm-hmm. a lot of grace around it. Yeah, and then being actually weird. willing to do what your spouse says. Okay, we have another one. That's a good, good question. Thanks, Brad. Learning how your spouse receives love is super important. Sometimes that doesn't look the same way for every situation either. That's right. Sometimes Melanie wants me to fix things. Sometimes she wants me to just listen, right? And vice versa. Sometimes I want to be just like, yo, just be soft and nice to me right now. Or mm-hmm. let's get stuff done. Let's do this, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a good one. Okay. Can you read this one? I'm not sure what kind of order you have here. It's just one. So this one was from 
an email and it's sort of cut up so it can make sense. So it says, I strongly fit into the category of a seven on the Enneagram. I'm, I'm ready. I'm longing. I'm hungry for what's to come next. My desire to see the world or even just this country more is very strong. I regularly struggle with the thought that this is it. This living in our community... Mm. Is it all it's ever going to be? And that's not, and it's not that I'm not content with this. I'm so very fortunate to have a life and opportunities that I have. Sometimes I just know that there has to be more. I've been a stay-at-home mom for 10 years, so perhaps my sense of isolation is contributing to the unease as well. Regardless, this is very real to me. The feeling of sinking and being stuck and unable to follow my dreams of exploring and wandering can at times be a little depressing. My husband is not a seven, he's a two. And he is practically, and his practicality oftentimes clashes with my natural tendencies of being free-spirited. I guess where I'm going with this is our Enneagram personalities don't always mesh well. How can I honor him without feeling like I'm being, like I'm bending over and giving up or who I fundamentally am? Mm -hmm. When does following my dreams become not a selfish act? Mm. That's a great question. And I wanted to ask the whole thing and read the whole thing because um, I think it's really, uh, every day, every day. You unplug my headphones Every day from your hip slinging <laughs> headphone plug-in. Okay. Um, Answer. I think, what? Answer. I, yeah. Go. I think it's really important to, like you are saying, you've established that your Enneagram types are different. I think that's awesome place to start, obviously. Mm-hmm. On the Enneagram Institute website, there's uh, things that are like, if you're a nine, married to a one. If you're a one, married to a seven or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it has the common problems that those couples will face. And then it's really, really interesting. So mm-hmm. go to the EnneagramInstitute.com, I think is what it is. And you yeah. can look up like number pairing. That's um, that's really good that you said that. And so from a therapist perspective, like reading all kinds of literature and finding out, oh, I'm this way and this personality type and this and this, do not use that as an alarm system. Oh crap, she's a two. I'm a th- I'm a four. Oh, that's it'll that's, never that's work out. Be, that it, it's not it's not doom and gloom. Again, the Enneagram is a tool to give you insight and to also give you insight into your partner. That absolutely does not mean that like, oh, she's water and I'm oil. Great. Yeah. What is this? Right? And then being the when you were reading that question, I was thinking about the fruit smoothie, fruit mm-hmm. salad kind of thing. Okay, she's a, he's a two, you're a, I don't know, seven. Celebrate your differences, right? That doesn't mean that just because he doesn't like something that you're into. Like, I like all kinds of stuff that Melanie doesn't like. That's she, right, that's right, that's She right. doesn't like snowboarding. Hunting. Well, you've never done it, I guess, but you don't, like, you don't like hunting. You don't like cold dips. You don't Meat. like... <laughs> you don't like a lot of things that I like, right? And some of your interests are not my interests. And that's okay. And it did take us a real minute to figure that out and for her not to internalize the stuff that I wanted to do mm-hmm. and for me not to take personal and internalize what she wanted to do. And that, and I think that we're continuing to go through that process, but just coming to the fact that, okay, she's a two, I'm a seven, whatever. That doesn't he, he mean... Did, that's not that, our numbers, yeah. Yeah, no, that's not our That's just examples. But that doesn't mean, again, that what is this? I'm now relegated to... Oh, you know. Yep. And that being said, I have felt the exact feeling of, is this all there is? I'm just going to be a mom. I'm just going to clean this idiot house a thousand hundred billion times. Yeah. That feeling is extremely real, especially as a mom, because Mm -hmm. I think it feels like there's not a way out. Not that you want a way out of being a mother to your children, but sometimes you do. But uh, it's, there is a very definite like, 
did I really sign up for this? And this is all I can do my entire life. That right. is very depressing. Mm-hmm. So what I did is, and I'm not kidding here, and it ties directly into our sponsor, but I started using audiobooks and podcasts that are uh, sort of life-giving, educational, the things that I wanted, the thing, like I kind of imagined myself in <clears throat> seven years from where I was seven years ago today, right? Mm-hmm. And I went, what do I need to get there? I need leadership skills, okay? I'm going to listen to the weird like Harvard Business Review leadership podcast because it's free and I can. So I would listen to stuff like that. I I knew I wanted to know how to do audio engineering. So I would listen to audio engineering podcasts that I didn't even understand. But I knew that if I started, I could get somewhere else, right? So you have to think... You don't want to like, you know, light the whole house on fire and be like, peace, I'm out. I'm going to chase my dreams. There's more out there. You got to do things incrementally. So what is the thing that you want to figure out how to do? Is it fundraising for wells in developing nations? Figure out the next step. Uh Figure out what the dream is. What's the thing that's out there that you're chasing? Is it travel? Start figuring out how, I mean, maybe you could become a travel agents person. Like that's a real thing you could do. Start now if it's something you want to do, but start small. So people often feel that like, this is all there is. I'm going to die this way. This sucks. And then they want to like forget everything. Okay. And here's another thing too. We come come to these realizations. Is this all it is? Ah, and then guess who we look to? We go, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you. You did You're this to me. You're holding me back. You're doing this. But that I've never is... done that to you. <laughs> yeah. Every day of my life. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, that is not helpful, right? Of course, if your spouse is just a poopy pants. I hate saying that word, but you said it. I don't know why I just said it. If your spouse is a stick in the mud, then they could work around growth mindsets because what you're doing is putting them out of their comfort zone. But what we have to realize is we are our own individual people. And if you really want to do something, you can. And it cannot be in the, you know, light the house on fire, peace out. I'm doing this. It's hey, this works for me. Have a long conversation, tons of long conversations Mm -hmm. about it. Use the clearing structure on yourself. Mm. Not, hey, Melanie, when you do this, it makes me feel this way. It's like, hey, honey, when I'm in this situation of feeling discontent and knowing that there's more out there, it makes me feel like, I don't know, depressed or stifled or muffled or or whatever. What I want for myself is the the ability to get my stuff done here, Mm -hmm. responsibilities, marriage, kids, work or whatever Uh and also do these other things right and people do both a zillion times i have had a full-time job for a zillion years melanie's a full-time mom she is an audio engineer she makes all this stuff and we still find the time to do stuff with our kids to travel Mm -hmm. to do things that we want to do because that's what we want to do and if you really want to do it and you're not just talking or blowing smoke you will absolutely do Mm -hmm. it i had a conversation yesterday and i was gave the analogy of um, people who are addicted to alcohol or heroin, like really strung out. I work with homeless people in downtown Seattle. No matter what, they have zero money. If they are addicted, they will find a way yeah. because that is their main focus, right? Mm-hmm. And if the podcast is something that we want to continue to do, we will find a way. Mm-hmm. If I want to go speak in Dubai again, I, which I really do, I will make that happen. Mm-hmm. Not just like, hey, peace out. I'm you know blowing up the credit card and doing all this stuff. No, I will do it responsibly. And okay, does this actually work for our family? Does this work in larger scope of stuff? For me, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. 
we'll make it work. Yeah, right? and and I will say too that sometimes just like journaling out those feelings and having conversations where you say, "Partner, I don't need you to fix this. I'm not blaming you, but I want to talk about it." Um, and then journaling on your own about it can sometimes take away that kind of antsy feeling that mm-hmm. like I have to do something now. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of, I'm trying to think of how you how to it, word it, that. It slows your brain down, and when we journal, and that's another yeah. perfect point. When we journal. It slows our brain down. It gives us a chance to externalize the problem, and then we can read it. Mm-hmm. So we're taking it from our brain, which kind of is like, you know, sometimes like a beehive with things going everywhere. We take it, we write it down, then we slow it down. Oh, we can read it. We can read it back to ourselves. We can read it out loud, which really changes your thinking about it, mm-hmm. which is really good. So that's a yeah, good idea. Yeah, and I, so here's what I was saying. So write down your feelings, like this is what I want to do. And that's full of like passion and desire and a little bit of like, oh, I wish things were different. Then write down right next to it what you are actually doing. Mm. So this is what I want to do. So I'm listening to these podcasts, going to this seminar, watching oh, this webinar. That's such that a way point. you've you're showing the fire, the sort of like passionate fire. And then you're showing the thing that's going to either fuel it more in a good way or put it out. Like the antsy bad part. You can be mm-hmm. like okay, this is what I feel, so this is what I'm doing. Mm. So calm yourself down, Yes. right? And and bring peace to yourself by by having a plan, oh. if that makes sense. This is Friday fire today. You oh. know, I, I listened to a podcast yesterday, and I think it was, I don't know, I listened to a bunch, but one of them was Order of Man podcast with Ryan Mickler, who was a guest on the show on season one. Season and two. Season two, whatever, I don't know. And uh, he was talking about, okay, put in this column what you want to do, or maybe this is the other book I'm reading, I don't know, what you want to do. Kyle sees Right, what you are actually doing, and that middle spot is where we feel all the tension, like, oh, I want to get in shape and want to lose 10 pounds and do this. Okay, this is my desire, but on this column over here... I'm going to the bakery every other day. Sometimes that every day. That isn't Kyle C's. I was wrong. I'm drinking uh, too much beer. Red Bull. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm not doing the things that will get me here. And then taking a look, because being in the middle sucks. That's where stress, that's where anxiety, that's where the tension is, right? So writing them down, going, this is what I want, this is what I'm doing. Now I think about it differently. Oh, crap. I didn't realize I was going to the bakery two times a day. Ooh, okay. That's not going to get me to the goal, right? So yeah. what kind of marriage, what kind of aspirations do you have? What kind of dreams do you have? Write down what you're doing and write down what you want, and then you'll you'll get your answer. Yeah. Uh, you um, can't always do the things to keep your spouse comfortable, especially if you want to grow and better yourself. No, if you want to grow and better yourself, it will be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But uncomfortable you can do that really well. That's the thing. I think yeah. people, it's not modeled in TV. For people, When people change, it's like, I'm out of here, and they slam the door and drive off. Right. We, we don't need to change like that. You can actually change incrementally and with a lot of grace and love. You know how many times we have slammed the door and driven off when we were young married? I don't even remember. A lot. It's not worth thinking about right now. You're um, right. I did want to... There's one more question that we past got. Is in the past. And it was... It says, just curious if you have any family podcasts to recommend. No, I don't. Or favorite podcast on parenting. I just read it wrong. Is it... Um, <laughs> is read it wrong. Just you said curious wrong if words. you have any favorite <laughs> podcasts on parenting. Uh, we don't. I don't anyway. Uh-huh. Um, I've been s- Meg Meeker. very disappointed. Oh yeah, Meg Meeker. I read audiobooks on parenting because mm-hmm. podcasts on parenting tend to be, for some reason, very child centric, like goofy sounding. I don't it is know. Is parenting? Well, I'm not a child, so you can talk to me like I'm an adult, oh, and I see. it annoys the crap out of me when <clears throat> parenting podcasts are like have weird like toy sounding music in the introduction, mm-hmm. <laughs> clapping and. 
uh, tambourine. Anyway, tambourine. that's not beside the point. Okay. Um, I listen to audiobooks. Meg Meeker has like strong mothers, strong sons, strong mm-hmm. fathers, and strong daughters or something. Mm-hmm. Dr. Dan Siegel has a ton of parenting books. Parenting from oh, yeah. the inside out. Yes. Um, the whole brain child. The whole brain child is a good brainstorm. One. Um, again, Meg Meeker has a podcast. Meg Meeker has audiobooks. Uh, those are all really good resources that I think for parenting, but they're not podcasts. I guess maybe Meg Meeker's mm-hmm. is. Um, but I wanted to offer the question because I wanted ev- listeners to answer that. If they have good parenting podcasts, please share it with us on our Facebook or on Instagram or whatever. Let us know a good parenting mm-hmm. podcast that you know of. Hashtag, we want to make one. Anatomy right. of Family. Anatomy of Family, AOF. So that's a good segue. On the Facebook group, we have private men's groups. We have private women's groups. And then uh, a whole page. So in the whole page, maybe drop your... Whole page? In the whole men's and women's groups, like the... Whole the anatomy of page? marriage page. Just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Drop your favorite podcast about parenting in there. It's a really cool community. And, you know, dudes and women put in questions. I don't read the women's, but hearing from you, putting questions. And then sometimes we're not even on there and it just, it just goes. And it's a, a, a growing community of people supporting other people who listen to the show, who want to have a growth mindset, who want to continue in a growth mindset, who want to better themselves individually if you're married or not. And then also, obviously, have a better marriage. So you guys are awesome. Uh, Aaron says, Raising Boys and Girls with Sarah Bragg. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. Awesome. Is it an audio book? I can't read. So, okay, you guys, thank you so much. Speaking of audiobooks, go to audible.com. Nope, audibletrial.com forward slash anatomy of marriage and get your free audiobook yes. on us. And if you enjoy the podcast and these daily things, please, for the love of all that is holy, rate and review the podcast on iTunes and share it with all your friends. And yeah. I mean all of them. And we'll read your But review. not your weird friends. I didn't mean all of them. I don't want your weird friends. Yeah, most know. of them. It speaks about emotional milestones kids need to meet and how we can help them. That sounds awesome. Yeah, that sounds really you good. You didn't tell me if it was an audio book, though, because I can't read. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. We love you guys. Thank you. Join us tomorrow for Sexy Saturday, Instagram Live, and Facebook Live. All right. Peace out. Have an awesome Friday. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.